I'm Tucker, and this is Seamplay. On this episode, we're continuing our game of Mars Colony, which is a game by Tim Kopang. And if you didn't listen to the first episode, which is called Mars Colony, Kelly Perkins, you should go ahead and listen to that one. That is going to be episode 32. It's going to be the one prior to this one. And to get you all started, I'm going to go ahead and do a quick recap. Mars Colony is, in the words of Tim, a role-playing game for two players about personal failure and government. And so what that means is Mars Colony is currently a colony that is failing, and Kelly Perkins, who is played by Quinn, Quinn, that person. Yeah. People call her savior, bringer of wealth, maybe even prophet. She also has a child, Chloe Perkins, dropped out of Princeton. She was offered a position in the original colonization of Mars to be one of the geologists who explored the planet Mars. And there were reasons that Kelly Perkins had to be sent to Mars. Because there's crisis, there's multiple crises in Mars colony that are tearing it apart. The cars don't work. We don't have the fuel for them. There are the people who come in with all their wealth and ignore all the work that people have done to make it possible for them to live on Mars. And they continue to ignore those people. And so we have the blue party who thinks, let them come. The red party who wants the people who showed up first to be the ones who have the first crack at everything that want to stop the immigration into the red planet. And we have the yellow party who is almost unseen there's so few of their members Earth. they want everybody to work together they want a new socialist state that encompasses everything and then there's something else we come to another colony and this one's built differently where the domes of the regular mars colony are perfectly round these domes are square angular and they've been here longer you can see them stained with red in a way that these new domes are not And these are the others, and they've been here longer than we have. Kelly's first problem was the immigration from Earth. Council member Tanya approached her. This was meant to be a self-sufficient place. This was meant to be a place that could run by itself. Without the fingers of Earth coming in here, without people coming here to work off the back of our labor. You know, I really think that extreme measures need to be taken to preserve this colony. Tanya puts the bill, it gets through the colony council, the mayor puts it into effect, and all these newly newly minted Martians are forced into basically working. Um, So this program is pushed into an official mandate, as well as a bill to temporarily suspend all immigration to Mars uh, is pushed forward and is approved. And one day, Chloe comes back. And this time, instead of being alone, she's followed by a single large gas truck. And she brings a message. I was out in the waste earlier, and I contacted the others. Well, you know how we can't get around? Well, they have a solution for that. But, but... They present it at only one condition, and that condition is 
that anybody who would like to use their fuel to be able to get around on this planet needs to join them. That was last week. Let's get on to this week. I'll see you on the other side. Kelly is watching TV at this point <laughs> and has uh, yet to establish any contact with her daughter. Kelly uh, attempted to find her, but found that she spent almost all of her waking hours outside of the dome in some form and so has kept tabs on her and also did not really attempt wholeheartedly remembering the terrible argument that led to Chloe storming out of the house and then Chloe being on Mars. But this is quite the shock to her, and especially to hear those words come from Chloe's mouth, even with that look of anxiety on Chloe's face, brought her to tears. Um, and she... So... She goes as quickly as she can to the news network and finds Chloe there. Chloe is also visibly upset. Chloe, now that her job has uh, came to a climax of some sort or changed in some way, knows that she is no longer an indispensable resource to um, the colony's community. Doesn't know what she will do with herself. So, attempting to make amends with Chloe, and as tactical as Kelly is, Kelly hugs her daughter, who is crying, and Chloe hugs back, and they cry together. And Kelly says, I know that I can't follow them, Chloe, but you have to. I, you, you want me to leave? Typical. Do, do you believe in what they want? I mean, they seem like they're going to try and take everything from this colony, from your home. You, you were the, always the one who had beliefs, Mom. I just, I just wanted to be, you, you know, I was, I'm, I never wanted to find them. I wanted to walk the wastes forever. I didn't, I don't want to view people. I don't want to. It's not worth it. You all only cause pain, not joy. The, the only solace is in solitude. I believe that. You, she gets up and sort of pushes her mother away. You all aren't worth it. I'm going to lead them to them. and that I'm going to lead the people. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to be gone for a while. As long as I can't be. Don't try to talk to me again. Chloe. What? You can't have food without a colony. Well, I'll find some place. Maybe they'll give me food. They won't take you. I know, Chloe. Why, Why not? You think utopians want drug addicts? 
I don't know what you're talking about. Chloe, I can help you. Yeah, like you helped me before? I don't think so. Look. What? She's <sighs> just turned. She's like at the door. I'm here now. I'm sorry. Good. And she leaves. All right, that was another personal scene. <laughs> I was thinking that it would be a personal scene, but then we would go back to the opposition. That's that's good. That's fine with me. Okay. Yeah. So, <sighs> get me on the air. Oh, voice. Oh, uh, what? You, you you want what? I need to be on the air. Uh, well, well, of course, of course, Kelly. Uh, one one moment. Uh, Miss Perkins wants to be on the air. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Just, just kick Tommy off. His show's not that funny. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're good. Uh, we have an emergency broadcast, and we have Kelly Perkins on, on the air. Please tune in, and ready, Kelly? What? Go. Hello, citizens of Mars Colony. I need to tell you that it is imperative that you do not go to the other colony. They are not who they say they are, and the information that I was given on them the very shady businessman who came to Mars to colonize before us was that some of them had very, very dangerous weapons and very terrible resources and would stop at no cost to exploit other people like you. But that is not what I'm here to tell you. What I am here to tell you is that all those who stay here within two months will have the resources to travel between domes as much as they want. Anyone who stays here with us, thank you. There will be police. It will not be a good idea to follow, to follow Chloe, the woman who was just on the air. You will regret it. Thank you. All right. And I think that that feels like a roll. Yeah. Three to three. That's six. And just as a reminder that if Quinn rolls a one, then Kelly's plan has failed in, in this case. So what do you think this means? The Earth has perhaps agreed to, uh, within a week or two, to send up a moderate supply of fuel as well as some solar powered vehicles perhaps enough for maybe 10 percent of the population but nowhere near enough for everyone that is a delicious amount of hypocrisy if i don't say so myself <laughs> how's that though i like it <laughs> okay. yeah so does she push her luck with yes this? she definitely pushes her luck because she knows that she will lose lots of rapport with the people if that is as far as she succeeds that's a one so now we get to a point where Kelly has a decision. So Kelly can either lose everything she's gained and have public opinion start to turn on her. Or she can choose to create a deception. She can make it seem as if she succeeded in this task. And if that is the case, then she gets to put whatever health points which in this that she earned before which in this case is 6 towards the lies column and others and lies count just as much as true health 
The only problem is that in the case that Kelly rolls two ones, then they then all the lies are exposed and she is a scandal. And that the probability of a scandal happening increases the more deception she's weaved. So the deeper into her nest of lies she goes, then the more likely they are to all fall apart on her. But if she can maintain all of her lies, then no worries. It's fine. What does Kelly do? Kelly is not going to lie about this. Kelly has decided to announce the supply uh, that we have been given of vehicles and set up a system for ride sharing and vehicular sharing uh, and uh, say that she is continuing to work with the Earth Coalition on this issue, but that the Earth Coalition... um, is having difficulties understanding the imperative of transportation to quality of life. But that despite this, the original Holonists will get first priority in the rideshare program. Thank you. But there's a problem. And that's that there are specific domes that do specific things. And therefore you need to move supplies from one dome to another. And so in the first real public failure of Kelly, due to the lack of transportations, and even though she said that that people of the red soil, the people who were originally brought to the colony, would have first crack at the vehicles, they still needed to be able to afford them in order to do that. And so while people who were of the blue party people who were immigrants who had worked in the work program and continue to work in the work program, but still had their own funds from earth, were able to buy their own rides, were able to use them on superfluous enjoyments, like seeing their families in different dome in different domes or going to the golf dome, which is occasionally very fun, but is very expensive to do. And because of that, one of the one of the ships wasn't available in time to move parts from dome 16 to dome seven to dome sure dome seven again and dome seven broke and opened and all the people had to be removed from there and most made it almost all of them made it but a couple people did die and kelly thinks about them a lot fuck yeah consequence yeah all right and now it's my scene again yeah so does kelly have any personal relationships with people other than her daughter on here at this point i would say kelly has a close professional relationship with Mayor Yang, as well as his chief of staff. More of a close personal relationship. She also is rumored to have started an affair with the lead anchor. Um, and oh, Jose Williams. It is unknown when I use the word affair. It is 
unknown whether she's still with her husband on earth or not but people have started seeing jose and kelly around i mean jose is quite they're both quite pretty they're beautiful people and any other relationships that you might think are a good idea oh no i like those i like this okay so we're talking about regulations on the size of food packets so the in terms of like paralleling to the u.s government the colony council is sort of equivalent to the legislative branch and congress and the house whereas the mayor's office is more of the executive branch so Hmm. they're figuring out how exactly to apply the command the more broad commandments put down by the house that's that's not exactly correct to u.s politics but that's how it works on on mars and so you and mayor yang are discussing the size of food packets mayor yang thinks that they should be a little bigger you think they should be a little smaller and there are there are many complex reasons for this that we won't go into but eventually during a break where you guys have decided to go back in, and you're each sketching your own idea of what the food packet should look, should look like and the dimensions, Mayor Yang says a little slightly, Mayor Yang is an older man. Uh, he's, been, he's been at the Barris Colony from the beginning and was elected. He was the first mayor to be elected and is well-liked by everybody. And he just sort of says, so, you and Jose. Uh, yeah. What about us? So are you and us? He, he smiles at you. Yeah. Well, Jose and I are, you know, quite good friends. I, I really admire his work. We spend a lot of time together. I'm, He's he's involved in my personal life, yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Everybody needs to have something to distract them from all we're doing. It, pardon the intrusion. I'm a ter- I'm terribly nosy. But he he pauses. You guys have had conversations before. This has been he's been a bit of an emotional touchstone for you. And he asks, so would you say it's real? Uh, as much as I can, yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's really hard to tell, you know, who who sees me as Myself and who sees me as Kelly Perkins. Uh, yeah, I can. Well, I can't imagine, but I'm sure it's very difficult to have that sort of reputation. When you go back, what do you think is going to happen there? To Earth? To you and Jose. I don't know when I'll go back. Hold up. After nine scenes, I I leave, right? Yeah, Regardless. correct. Okay. Yeah. And so I, I think... Okay. So in my mind, like Kelly is still a superstar on Earth, right? Right. So you're going to get a better offer to come back eventually. 
Like you're going, mm. there's going to be a war. There's going right. to be some dictator who needs somebody in their back pocket to help them control the country that they need. So it's, it's you're here part time. You're you're not going to live okay. here. This I think this is a this was sort of implied in the book, and, okay. and implied in just the character that you created. Yeah, you're too valuable to stay on Mars. Right. Okay. And so that and so everybody assumes that you're not going to stay here. That you're just here to save the colony and get out because that's what you do. You you've done it before. You'll do it again. Okay. So, uh, what happens when you leave? To to you too, I mean. Am I gonna need to look for a new news anchor? <laughs> I, you know, to be quite frank, I wish I could say yes, but I, I'm not sure. Jose is really, really committed to his job, and we are both. I think we have both been pretty career-oriented people all of our lives. I mean, that for, forgive me if I'm sharing too much, but that has been a real problem with previous relationships. And um, I think especially here, we will play it by ear. Okay. You know I'm always here if you want to talk. Yeah? Thank you. I know how hard it can be being a figurehead and I can't and it must be a whole nother order of magnitude. People believe in you, Kelly. And frankly, even with that whole fiasco with the transit system, I do too. Thank you, John. Cut away. And now you get a scene. In the wake of the fiasco with the transit system, Kelly moves to the council to attempt to establish diplomatic relations with the others um, to gather a number of people who were uh, the, had the closest professional relationships with Chloe um, and had similar occupations as well as council members um, and Kelly makes the case that we have quite a bit of technology but it is clearly not enough to support us and we know that they have the transport that could enable all of us to have better lifestyles now I think that as it is clear that they work hard to create their own society as well, you know, their own colony as well. It is important for us to join forces with them in some way, knowing confidently that they would be able to contribute as much to our society as someone, one of the original colonists. In fact, they are even more original than our original colonists. Forgive me uh, for my saying so, but I think it is critically important that in the wake of their threats we let them know that we are not here to uh, corrupt their utopia in fact we are here to emblazon it and we are here to embolden it and that is her more public city council 
Colony mm-hmm. Council pitch. At the same time, she goes privately to the council. I suppose the mayor's office might be a better place to do okay. this. So she to, goes to Yang. Privately to Yang. Um, actually, I think she goes directly to... Spaniel? Spaniel. Um, and... Spaniel is, by the way, a dog. No. A Spaniel is a white man in his late 30s who has just, just like torn, not torn up skin, but really, really weathered skin. He spent way too much time in the sun as as a young man. And he's firmly red. He is very much of the red party. Um, and actually overtly despises people who are in the blue party and won't even give the time of day to the yellows. Mm-hmm. And suspend. I'm sure you heard what I proposed to the colony council. Oh now, yeah, of course. I think on its own, it's a very good idea, but I'm doubtful of its success. I think that we need to supplement it with an intelligence operation of people who will go the next time they are given the opportunity into the others, gather as much information as they can on them, report back to us so that we can know what our next move might be to establish diplomatic relations or perhaps even assimilate them into our colony. All right. All right. So you want you want me to put together a spy force? Please. I can I can do that. Okay. Thank you, Spaniel. Alright, that's a six. So just just a thought. Let's hold off on saying that there's a spy operation until you perhaps choose to use a deception, if that makes sense. Because that is something you're actively hiding from the people. Right. And if that came out, that would Well you actually mean, let's hold off on saying it publicly. Or saying like we could say that Spaniel is working on it right. and getting it set up. But it's not, it hasn't happened until you decide to lie about it, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it could be that it exists this whole time. We haven't been talking about it. Right. But it becomes a real thing when you decide to lie okay. about it. Okay. So okay. What, so what happened with that rule? That was a two and a four. Mm-hmm. That sends perhaps a small team to the others and they agree to have a meeting on the condition that it is a meeting alone with Kelly Perkins. Okay. I dig it. A meeting of their whole council alone. With just Kelly Perkins. With just Kelly Perkins. I love that. That's a four and a four. Yeah. So that's... You're at 14 now. 14. Um, So, So they meet and they say, and they have, they're a bunch of guys. I really don't want this to be a cult meeting. So they're, <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, we need to play this right. So they're a bunch of white men in their in their 60s, um, and they're all old tech. Like they're they're basically we're we're pushed a little bit into the future. So these, these are the Mark Zuckerbergs. Mm. This is, these are all the people who made all their money off of the internet boom. And they're now 
in space. And they say, Kelly Perkins. They don't say it as a whole big unit. That'd be creepy. And <laughs> it's one, it's one guy who's talking to him. Kelly Perkins. Welcome. We know that you want to talk to us about opening up relationships, but this is not a colony. Our colony, I should say, is not a colony that is about opening up to people. We are trying to create a more perfect world here. And we are curious about what you think your world has to offer us. There are a couple things that I would hope that we have to offer. We have some of the most advanced scientific progress that is occurring in the space field. Bollywogs, that's us. We also have adjunct to Earth. And I know that it may seem to you that your perfect society is should be isolated, created on its own. But... If we were to unite forces, you would have an incredible amount of political power, and you would have me. You would have my ability to sway both over our own colony, but especially the resources that the government of Earth has available to us. You're saying we would have you. Sorry, that was totally sudden. I lost everything. You're saying we would have you. Yes. Okay. Let's deal. So is Kelly going to roll again or is she going to stick with that? Kelly's going to roll again. All right. So that was 14. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's a, that's a six. So you're at 20. 20. So I think you you do it. So now you are have a direct line. You can talk to them. Whenever you you like your your point person is called Devlin Richardson, mm. and that's the guy who was playing Devlin, and they start to move fuel mm. back in, into into it. Uh, not enough yet, but you have you have this connection connection with them, and they start to be less aggressive. Mm. They're not taking people in yet but they're thinking about it and mm. they send representatives to start screening people to be allowed to enter their utopia. Mm. Whether you want people to go to his utopia, their utopia or not is a different question. And you don't know what they were going to do with the whole batch of refugees that they wanted to get originally. Mm. So well, there are a lot of questions left around these others, I think. but a lot less than before or a lot more than before, but, you know more, more about them. Kelly feels really good, but she's also afraid and she needs to make up for the, the previous fiasco. And rolls another six. You're at 26. And at this point, a couple of specific representatives are allowed into the utopia to be given a diplomatic tour of sorts to be exposed to the technologies that they have available, the resources that might be a part of future negotiations. And Kelly 
is going to sit back and let her plans brew. All right. Sounds good. And so you've established relations. You can talk to them now. But they're still hostile. And not everybody feels great about the conversations you're having with the others. And this time it's more of your red party mm. not feeling great about the decisions that Kelly's mm. making. The the blue party is, is much is much more a fan of this. They they like the idea of building a more unified Mars colony relying on the technology that others have created. And and they say so to you. But Kelly still needs to think about the power base that got her to where she is. Like they're the they're the people who originally gave her the power by her working towards their ends. And she can still her personality is still incredibly powerful, but it can't la- it can't work on everybody forever. True. All right. Now I have a scene. Let's go back to Chloe. Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. All right. So Chloe comes back to the colony eventually. She spent a lot of time uh, with the others and now is providing free rides to people, but only specific people. And it's very much based on the old earth money. Hmm. And so she's only giving rides to people who can pay and and flat out refusing any red soil people any of the any of the any of the originals and she doesn't seem so nervous anymore the people who have conversation with her find her gregorious find her to be able to speak in a much better way kind of like her mom in fact and able to just win them to her side and she's pulling at these at these immigrants who have been worked hard by the edicts that have been pushed down by her mother and she's working them towards maybe finding another place to live and maybe pulling their resources elsewhere and that's the scene we just see a couple moments of her in cars talking to some big wigs who have been established over the course of the of the uh, seasons of this TV show. We're like two seasons in at this point, maybe three. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hmm. I think it's about time we tackle transportation again. All right. We're going back to the others. All right. Kelly Perkins sets up a meeting with Dickinson? Devlin. Devlin. And says, So, I told you you would have me. And now, I would like to reiterate the offer of my services to you. We can talk, I think. It would be best to talk about the ways that I could use my skills and my location in the Mars Colony's government to better serve your interests. Since I'm still, forgive my wording, a bit foggy on what your interests are. Well, I guess that's a fair question to ask us. You see, 
what we want is a self-sustaining colony of only the best and brightest and most promising individuals. So us plus some friends and what we want is for if you could do this then you could set up a screening program of sorts in your colony to find those who are worthy is such a bad term uh, ready to come into our our colony that would be really appreciated and mm. if you do that maybe we'll see about getting you some fuel okay what are the criteria for this program uh, well <laughs> um there will how about we just have you just take some blood samples and send us some biographies of each candidate and we'll and we'll do the sorting over here if that's all right uh okay um Okay, so uh, Kelly goes to the council and pushes forth this program. Absolutely not. I will not. No. No. This is Tanya. Uh, My voice is... You think... That's eugenics they're talking about. That's eugenics. To be perfectly clear. And that will not happen on this rock. While I'm here and breathing. I think it's in the best interests of all parties. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's what they said a long time ago too. Well, I think in this case, we do not have the fuel for adequate transportation. We are having difficulties even bringing uh, parts around. Now, in the same case, we have a number of people of the Red Party, who are looking for some of the perhaps newer immigrants to leave. Uh, in a third case, we have a number of newer immigrants who would like to leave. Now, the people who are taking them are rich men. These rich men want other rich men. And our immigrants, most of them, are rich men. Now, I think it would be great to pilot this program in the immigrants' section to give them an opportunity to opt out of their mandated work week, to benefit our colony, and to benefit the people who want them gone forever, as opposed to sending them back to Earth. Tanya looks like she wants to say something in response, but let's say Stuart, uh, who is... Let's call him the one yellow member of the party, uh, of the uh, council, rather. Says, you know, that seems like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's put it to the vote right now. <laughs> and they do it, and they, well, let's, let's roll. <laughs> Ooh, that's a one. Well, it doesn't seem like it's worth lying for that, so... No. It doesn't pass. 
Hmm. And the relationship with the others deteriorates a little bit. Not not terribly, but it, it doesn't improve. You don't get that fuel you needed and you are not able to put this pilot pr- program forward. And you had put a lot of your public image into this and that, that hurts. I removed one. Yeah. So now Kelly has two coins in contempt and which is one and once she hits five then she is going to be preemptively removed from the colony because of mass unhappiness with her performance contempt one might say yes (laughs) but for now but for now people are okay with it is so that have i talked to you about the x card no so we probably we're pretty comfortable with each other so you probably don't need it but it's more of a convention thing but i try to always play with one now so if you ever feel uncomfortable with something that was just said or don't or want to not do it or want to just rewind and reset it for any re well, the past sentence for whatever reason just tap the x card oh, that's cool. and it's done no questions that's good yeah it's a safety mechanism for games i i'm sorry i forgot to put that out earlier no that's okay I guess we. I just. I'm just used to talking about rather big things with you. So yeah, <laughs> it didn't feel necessary. But it's there now. Cool. All right, and we're back with me. Let's do a car ride where Chloe is driving her mother somewhere. Where, where somewhere? Where, where somewhere that Kelly need, needs to go? Maybe she's picking up groceries. Maybe she's going to quell a riot. All those fun things. Um, she's going to speak to the Red Party, which is a group of increasingly angry people. Um, uh, and there are rumors that a, they call it a yellow block, um, which is a where the yellow party members dress up in all yellow and attack the black, uh, the Red Party members. Um, in order so that they will not be recognized uh, but will riot and so this is there are rumors that this will be a tumultuous event but Kelly is speaking on um, the topic of it's a it's uh, Lamar's University graduation um, and a widely read party school, and Kelly Perkins will be uh, speaking on the topic of labor, transportation, safety, and the others, so, as well as so all of the problems. Your bright future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, I can imagine. They're probably going to tear you apart out there. Um, how are you? I'm good. I like I like talking to people. It's been it's been a long time. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I and I still have time to go out. Still have time to to get my alone time. And so life life is pretty good right now. That's I don't have the fate of the colony resting on my shoulders. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm that must be nice, Chloe. I'm really glad to hear that you're happy, though. 
Hi. Hi. Yeah. Wish I could say the same. Oh, you're not happy? That's too bad. It's a... I'm happy to be in this position, but as you can imagine, it's quite a stressful one. And especially today, I'm really anxious about my speech and I'm really anxious about militants. And Well, I'm a little bit anxious about being in the car with you. Yeah. And so I think the camera shot is from through the windshield and you have Chloe driving Kelly in the back seat and Kelly's looked looks very nervous this entire time and very apprehensive given the last meeting of her and her daughter and Chloe started out quite flippant as I think I portrayed in the voice and sort of like shifts in a lot of ways sort of angry some sort of angry or lips curling and apprehensive kind of eyebrows shifting back and finally just kind of looks uh, a little a little dead not not as in somebody had killed her but as in emotionally not quite knowing what to do and so just distancing herself and she says, I'm sorry I blew up at you before. I was in a bad place. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry that I said what I did, and I'm sorry that I tried to put you in a position where I'm sorry that I asked you to leave. That isn't what I wanted as your mother. No, it's it's okay. You never really were meant to act as my mother, I don't think. That's not what you do. You're you're Kelly Perkins, for God's sakes. You don't need you don't need to worry about me. I, I can take care of myself just fine. I've got a good position now. I'm paid well and get everything I need, I guess. Don't don't say that. I mean, I hate being Kelly Perkins. I lived my whole life just because my mother told me to, to pursuing what my career, my my fame, and now here I am, the most famous person on the whole planet, and I don't even know how to take care of my daughter, who I love so much, and have never felt able to express that to. Okay, you're using those sappy words again, and I don't think you know what they mean. If you cared about me, you should have cared for me right and you missed that chance and that's okay i made it out mostly fine and i don't know i found i found other people to look up for i found 
people I could talk to online. I, I felt sure they weren't there, but they were there for me. And that's, that's something I, I didn't have at home. And that's your fault, but it's who you are. You can't change that about yourself. You're, you might not like it, but mom, you're Kelly Perkins and that's who you've always been. And that's the only person you'll ever be. And that's what people see you as. And I'm sure that must suck, but it sucked more for me. I'm sorry. I never cared for you. And you're right, I've missed my chance. But... I still want to have a relationship with you if you would take that. I probably don't deserve it. Honestly, people are still a lot of work for me. Sure, I, I wear the face, but... I don't think I'm ready for something real right now. This is your stop. Okay. You know how to find me. You're not hard to find. And she drives off. Thanks again for listening, guys. That was, again, Mars Colony, which is a game by Tim Copang. You can find all of his work at tckroleplaying.com. Go there. You'll enjoy what you find. And also, if you like the show, you can leave a rating on iTunes. That's always wicked helpful. You can find me at Twitter at scene underscore play. You can find me on Facebook. And the best way to get in contact with me is to email me at sceneplaypod at gmail.com. And today, I do have a poem for you. This is from A Midsummer Night's Dream, which is by William Shakespeare. I pray thee, gentle mortal, sing again. Mine ear is much enamored of thy note, so is mine eye enthralled to thy shape. And thy fair virtue's force perforce doth move me, on the first view to say, to swear, I love thee.